Welcome, everyone. This is Russ Scalzo, Chronicles of the End Times. Thank you for being with me today as we look into the Word of God. Today, we're going to be talking about the presence of God and the importance of being in the presence of God and how it can give us clarity and how it can keep us on the road to righteousness. The Word of God is vital to our walk with the Lord, as we've talked about so many times. But with that, the presence of God keeps us straight, and it helps us see who God truly is and what He wants from our lives and how He wants us to live. We're going to be reading from Isaiah chapter 6 and Job chapter 42. So let's get to it. I believe the Holy Spirit has something very, very important for us to learn today. Those of us who are following the Lord and have had that born-again experience, that amazing experience where we see God in our spirit, we sense the Lord's power and His presence, His forgiveness, His love, and He wraps His arms around us, we're in His presence. That is what changes lives. It's the anointing of God that comes with the presence of God. Intellectual understanding of who God is or the concept of God, that's all secondary to the experience. First, there must be the experience. Isaiah had an incredible experience when he was called. We're going to look at chapter 6 real quick. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord seated on the throne, high and exalted, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above him were seraphs, each with six wings. With two wings they covered their faces, with two they covered their feet, and with two they were flying, and they all were calling to one another, Holy, holy is the Lord Almighty, the whole earth is filled with your glory. At the sound of their voices the doorposts and the thresholds shook, and the temple was filled with smoke. Woe to me, I cried, I am ruined. For I am a man of unclean lips. I live among a people of unclean lips. And my eyes have seen the King, the Lord Almighty. Then one of the seraphs flew to me with a live coal in his hand, which he had taken with tongs from the altar. With it he touched my mouth and said, See, this has touched your lips. Your guilt is taken away, and your sin is atoned for. What an amazing scene. Isaiah's conversion or his call to his ministry was very dramatic. Now you may say, well, I haven't had that kind of experience, but I know I'm born again. I know I love the Lord. And of course, everyone's experience or testimony is different. Some have had very dramatic experiences with God, but each one is precious no matter what the circumstances were. But the most important part is the presence of God. And here Isaiah, he was prophesying before this, but now God has called him to something else, and he gave him his own experience. All of us have that same type of experience as Isaiah had when we come into the presence of the Holy God. I am a person of unclean lips, and I live among a people of unclean lips, because we know our imperfections. We know that our righteousness is filthy rags before God. Only the righteousness of the blood of Jesus Christ makes us holy in his sight. But that's what the presence of God does. It shows us who we are, and at the same time, what we can be in God. It's an amazing experience. And if you've never had it, I pray that you will seek the Lord and repent 
of your sins and your ways and have that experience. There's nothing like it in the world. But we don't know who we are until we look in to the eyes of God. Paul says the word is like a mirror. When we look into it, we see what we look like. And it keeps us on the straight and narrow. It keeps us in truth, living in truth and not lies. Chapter 42 of Job, when God confronts him face to face, Job says, My ears have heard of you, but now my eyes have seen you. Therefore I despise myself and repent in dust and ashes. Here's the same reaction. When we're confronted by a holy God, then we understand how unrighteous we are. Then we understand our condition, and God can fix that condition, and he wants to fix that condition and take our unrighteousness and clean us up with the blood of Jesus Christ. Make us a child of God. It's an amazing experience. We could talk about a lot of the deep things in the Word of God, which I enjoy. I enjoy digging into the Word and looking into the hard sentences and asking the Holy Spirit to show me what they mean. I enjoy that. But nothing compares to the born-again experience. Nothing compares to being reborn and created in the image of God in our spirit. The same thing happened to Peter when he was first called as a disciple. When they hadn't caught any fish and Jesus told them to go back and cast their net out again, and they caught a net full of fish. And when Peter saw that, he said, go away from me, Lord, I'm a sinful man. That's the first reaction we have is unsaved when we come into the presence of God, that he's holy and that we're not. But in that same second, like I said, he grabs us and holds on to us and tells us how much he loves us. So it's an odd combination of being convicted of our sin and our unholiness, and yet the acceptance, if we will just call on his name and confess our sins, he makes us a child of God. But that experience is not just for being born again. The presence of God, the holiness of God, keeps us on the straight and narrow. In this upside-down world, we need a Savior. We need peace. We need to have confidence in the God in whom we serve. And that's what I love about Psalm 23. There's been many teachings on Psalm 23. We're not going to get into all that right now on this podcast, but I just want to touch on a couple things, and I pray that it ministers to you, because it has to me. Let's read it together. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. The Lord gives us peace. He takes away our feeling of inadequacy. He lets us lay down in green pastures beside still waters. That's where he restores our soul. And even when we're down and things are going bad all around us, he's able to take us to that place where we're able to rest in him and he restores us, and he reminds us of who he is and the strength that he gives us. And the evil may be all around us, especially today as we look. It's all bad news, it seems. But God is on the move, 
He anoints us with oil, which is the anointing of God, which is the Holy Spirit. He prepares a table before us in the presence of our enemies. So right in the face of evil, God will prepare a place. He will prepare a table for us. He will provide for us. He will take care of us. What a testimony that is. And that's what today is about. It's about being born again, having that testimony, knowing who we are in God, being confident in that, staying on the straight and narrow, having the presence of God keep us where we need to be, giving us wisdom and understanding of who he is. But I love it that he sets a table before us in the presence of our enemies. Those that look at us and say, well, Christianity, I mean, your beliefs are foolishness, your prayer life, you know, what does that mean? What does it help? God really there? But when we are at peace in the middle of the storm, everyone looks around. And yes, there's always going to be mockers. The scripture tells us that. Jesus told us that himself. But don't get lost in the mockers because there are so many people who are looking for the truth today. So many that are just confused and lost. And if we can have peace and sit at that table that God prepares for us in the midst of our enemies, the rest of the world will look at us and wonder. And then we can tell them about being born again, about having the peace of God. That's our mission. That's the mission. That's the great commission that Jesus Christ gave us. That's why we have to stay in the Word. That's why we have to pray. That's why we have to worship, get in worship services where we can really enjoy and feel the presence of God, because that's where we're changed. That's where we see the true God. That's where our minds are reset. This world has created their own gods. Some of them they call God, some of them they call Jesus, but they're not the God or the Jesus of the Bible. And what keeps us from falling into those ditches? What keeps us from going off the path and creating our own God and designing him as we see fit. It's the word of God and the presence of God, being in the presence of the Holy Spirit, whether we are alone and we're praying or we're in a group at church or some other fellowship and we're enjoying the presence of God. That's where revelation takes place. This is Russ Galso for Chronicles of the End Times. Keep looking up. The King is coming.